everybody. This is MG, and I'm Elizabeth Pudwell, and we are Sober Sisters Talk. Welcome. Welcome. So Sober Sisters Talk is a podcast that MG and I do every week. We try to do it every week, and we try to bring to you our experiences working several programs and just share with you what we have come across in our lives. And I like to say, I don't know how to keep anybody else sober but I know what works for me. And that's what we want to encourage people to do in this podcast is to figure out what works for them. And that's where MG and I are a little bit different because I like to tell people what to do and think that I can keep them sober. (laughs) (laughs) But we just invite you to listen. It's fun and it's also really educational. We cry, we laugh, we do a little bit of everything. We have guests, we work the steps. It's great. So stay tuned to the next podcast coming right up. This is Elizabeth Pudwell, and this is Sober Sisters Talk. I am here again with my fill-in co-host, Cherie. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Cherie here. You guys are going to get to know her. Um, so it's the beginning of December, and um, when Cherie and I were just sitting there talking about what we were going to talk about tonight, and I was sharing with her that I had a phone call with... Um, someone in the program who had gotten laid off and this um this particular person has this pattern of she'll start dating and gets laid off she loses her job and Cherie had asked me she said how many times has this happened Uh uh-huh because I was thinking yeah maybe a couple times yeah Mm -hmm. but I think it's like eight and it makes me really uncomfortable because I start, she's my age, and it makes me really like, ooh, you know. And um, she was doing so well until she started dating. And so there's this pattern. There's something underneath there that's going on with her. Like there's an emotional, there's an emotional component. And um, I think that that's true with most things, that there's this emotional component of why we don't, look at things why we don't deal with things why we don't you know why we create those patterns and they pop up over and over again and it's usually around relationships yes yes so then you were telling me that you had a situation with someone where um you wanted to clean some stuff up yeah, and it's not even something that is like super pending in my life per se. It's not like a, it's not like something that, um, it's something that I'm not okay with, you know. And it's something that um, that I see in myself a pattern that um, when a situation happens and I'm not comfortable with something, it's hard for me to like tell the person the truth because I think I'm gonna hurt their feelings. Or I think that they're not going to like me. And so I say something else. And it could be something kind of more passive. Or it could be something um, a little fight or flight-ish. Might come off harsh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and what I'm seeing is that... And what I've seen, and what I'm seeing again, is that, um, that for some reason in the moment, I feel like I'm going to hurt the person's feelings. And so I do something else, which then creates like this void between me and that person. Does that and make then, sense? And then it's still there. Yeah. It's still there. There's space. Yeah. And it doesn't feel good. Right. And the other person might not be aware of it, but you are. Right. And that's the, which is the part. And it's interesting because you, 
I just, um, earlier this afternoon was working with um, uh, a client of mine and uh, she, we were working on a contract. She had a gig to create um, a piece of art for someone and um, was afraid to tell them the price, which is the same type of thing. Right. Like I don't, I, you know, I want this, but I'm afraid to say that. Right, like I don't, I'm not value of myself. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's not value of herself, even though she knows the amount of work that she's put in and she knows what it takes to do that. And um, and that's kind of like for me, it's like, why am I afraid to just tell the person the truth? Instead, I say something else to try to make it to soften, not as weird or, yeah. or whatever. And then I make it weirder, <laughs> you know, and instead of just saying the truth and then letting that person make a judgment call from where they're at. Um, yeah, yeah so the thing I get to do is like whenever I bring something like this to my sponsor, she gets out a piece of paper. It's the first thing she does. All right. So I have a resentment at, and it could not, not even be really a resentment. It could just be like, I feel weird. Mm-hmm. And then you name the person, the cause. You know, I wasn't completely honest and I said something right. different and now it feels there's weirdness between us. Mm-hmm. And then it affects my, so your choices are personal relationships. Does it? Um, yeah, it did. And this wasn't somebody that was a close friend, but it affected, cause I would see the person. Mm-hmm. And so it affected that. Did and you ever like not do something or not go to an? Yes. So it affects your personal relationships that way as well. Yes. What about your sexual relationships? Well, since I'm not having sex, <laughs> it's been a while. Let me think about it. <laughs> it might, though. I think that, like, if you, it's a stretch, but if you, if you are in a relationship with a guy mm-hmm. and you do this, you know, then you're, you're doing the same thing. It's the inauthentic. You know, it's definitely happened. Uh, I mean, it's been a while since I've dated somebody in the program, but it's definitely happened like in the program, yeah. you know, or, um, there's like that thing. Right. And so, yeah. 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 So, um, what about your sense of self-esteem or security? Yeah, because I get to where, um, I mean, I definitely get to where I, I feel like I'm isolating a little bit if I don't want to go into certain situations where those people might be. Um, and I've really been sitting with this thought a lot lately and like w- observing myself in those situations. And, um, and when I've seen, there's been a couple people actually, and when I see them, I extend myself now opposed to, but now I feel like, you know, is it, do I need to go clean it up now or do I need to just be friendly and move on? Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, again, it's like, is it just me or is it both of us that are acting different? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Is it that I'm acting different so the other person's acting different or are we both actually acting different and then we both actually become, come back around to a different right, point right. where I'm like running into the person and it's like, oh, hey, instead of, right. you know. Where it's warm and authentic rather yeah. than like, you know, whatever. There's yeah. this weird Pretend space. Pretend like you don't see him or something. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. Yeah, I do too. And so what about um, security? Does it affect your security at all? Your sense of feeling safe? 
Yeah, because I really do even, you know, we don't have to be friends with everybody, but I would just like to be cordial and nice and not have, and not have, not have weirdness. You know what I mean? Like to go to something and just, it's not even that you have to be best friends with somebody, you know what yeah. I mean? But just not to have that weirdness. That That's what I've really been observing. So I feel like I've been getting into like that, the nicks and crannies of that behavior more and looking at that and observing myself. And that's why I was like, you know what? I think there's something I may need to clean up. Is it just a behavior change that I need or do I need to go clean something up? So if you go to your last part, the Mm -hmm. last column there Mm -hmm. is, um, you know, where was I dishonest? So we know that Mm -hmm. because you didn't say what you wanted to say, right? Right. Fearful? Fearful of telling the truth. Mm -hmm. Do you know why? What you're afraid of? Oddly enough, I feel like I'm afraid to hurt their feelings by speaking my truth. I'm afraid that they will um, not want to be my friend or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then I create this other kind of dynamic Yeah. that's not clean and I haven't spoken my truth. And I know that I haven't spoken my truth. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, what's the lesser of the two? It seems yeah. like speaking my truth, you know, even if it's something that the other person doesn't agree with, but it's, you know what I mean? Instead of doing the opposite, at least we can maybe clean the air, mm-hmm. get things cleaned out at that time. So, yeah. What about the um, self-seeking or selfish? Is that showing up in there too? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you had mentioned something um, before we started recording about um, handling it like an adult. Mm-hmm. So what do you want it to look like? when when that comes up you know probably the piece is uh and speaking my truth is being vulnerable and letting somebody know that that had hurt my feelings opposed to me just kind of slamming the door on them Mm -hmm. you know and like being vulnerable and saying you know I thought this is what we talked about so like I'm feeling this now and um and that's the piece that you put that you take out of there yeah I'm feeling yeah, like, betrayed, or I'm feeling hurt, or I'm feeling fear. Right, all of those things. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which is hard because you're in a situation where it's not your best friend. Right. However, you know, there's and I had a situation like this recently. I um, I went and looked at um, a dog with my boss, and we were going to have the dog be the office dog. And we got there and I was all like, I wanted the dog. And then I was like, um, we got there and the dog had issues. He was older and he was seven years old and he had heartworms and a couple of other issues. And I, and it was all going on inside my head. I was like thinking I'm going to get stuck with this dog and he's going to be expensive to care for. And I'm, you know, I, then I don't want to have to go to my boss and say, hey, can I get some money to cover the vet bills for this dog? The office dog? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Right. But all of this was like going on inside my head. And it felt like I was putting myself in a really awkward position with my boss that I really liked the relationship I have with him. Mm-hmm. So um, I told him I just need to think about it, which was partly true it wasn't mm-hmm. the whole truth like I'm af- the whole truth is is I'm afraid and I need to process this with 
program people, you know, right. I don't want to talk about it with you. And the, the ride back, I was really quiet. And, um, but I did, I called a friend and I said, this is what's going on. And, um, the, the council was really, it was just, you need to talk to him and tell him how you feel. And, um, I don't know, like someday this week, I think it was Monday. I said, can we talk about the dog situation? And he said, sure. And I said, this is what I feel. And I'm afraid this is going to happen. And he said, so you need it to be, you know, your dog. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, just keep looking. And it was so easy mm-hmm. and so simple to handle. Right. So if you look at it that way, um, like you just want to be really forthright. And, um, you know, again, this is someone that our my relationship with my boss is still evolving. You know, we've worked together just a little over a year now. And so we're not real super close although I feel really safe with him mm-hmm. do you feel safe with this person you know I don't know that person well enough but seeing you know because there's I mean this situation happened like six months ago or something mm-hmm. you know so like seeing how we're both like um when we do see each other like I feel like we're becoming more friendly whether it's that I'm becoming more friendly or we're both becoming more friendly I'm not really sure the dynamic there but is it different than you were before um or can you tell i mean before the 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 situation happened we were friendly friendlier than you were in the past six months yes okay yes okay so um so yeah so there's this other component then too and i don't know if anybody listening deals with this too it's like well it's been six months now i feel silly for bringing it up again do you know what i mean it's like Maybe this person's not even thinking about it, and I'm going to bring it up. And they're like, oh, my God, you've been holding on to this for six months. And it's like, yeah, I've been thinking about this. And it's becoming more in the part of healing of mm-hmm. it. Do you know what I mean? Well, um, you're also to- making up a story like there's a he's going to, that this person, I am keep saying it's a he, but um, that they're going to have a judgment about you bringing it up now. Right. So, again, it's about me speaking my truth, right? And whether, however it lands on that person... And if they judge me, then they judge me. Or if they don't judge right. me, then they don't. But I've gone and been my authentic self, which, which is, is vulnerable, which is really hard for me to do still to this day. Um, yeah, I'm I get at it. it. But it's getting, you know, it's it's like new levels keep coming up, I feel like. So. I was like, you know, it was, the same, it was the same feeling with the dog. I was really afraid to mm-hmm. be that vulnerable and be like, I don't want to develop a weirdness around money with you. you know? Right. <laughs> Right. I'm not going to come and ask you for, you know, I don't want to do that. And so, it, it, which is a lot of it, you know, it's like, because I could see when we were, you know, there walking the dog and he was like, oh, he's, he really liked the dog. And I was like, I don't want a sick dog. You know, I don't want a dog with issues. And um, then I started seeing myself like having to go in there and like, can I have money for the vet? And I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And that made me feel like I... You know, my whole life is set up where I don't have to ask people for money. You know, I took care of myself in that way and worked really hard to get there, so I don't. So, but it is a vulnerability to be able to say, like, I'm afraid of this. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess it's just finding the right words for you to say. And I think you could just say something like... um, 
if I felt like, you know, maybe there's some energy between us and if I did something to kind of push you away, I'd like to clean that up. And I'd like to get back to where we were, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, because it's interesting. I feel like our relationship, as far as like seeing each other, is getting back to the way we were. But I feel like there's kind of maybe a little elephant in the room yeah. that's not being discussed. Because mm-hmm. you know? you're dragging it with you. Yeah. That could maybe even make us closer. Absolutely. That you know? When you're vulnerable with someone, it's like then you ma- you're making yourself safe mm-hmm. to them. Right. You know, you can't have intimacy without vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you're not going total, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, opening it all up. It, right. You're just, it's a chink. Yeah. You know, here's a chink in my armor that I'm going to let you see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're doing it because it, it's the, you want to handle this in a different way. Right. Than you've done in the past. What's the worst thing that could happen? Uh, this person tell me to go away, or and that's probably this is not silly. Or, or judge, you know what I mean? Say something. I get um, diss you. Yeah. Oh, you're just being silly. I don't care about that. I didn't, you know. Yeah. Or yeah, you like really overreacted, and you know, and then there's that. Mm-hmm. You know, which I can only be responsible for my part, right? That's all I can do. And, and the show result up, is up. Show up the way that you want to show up. Right. That would be a really, you know, kind of a cruel thing if they responded that way. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, right. you know, hey, I want to talk to you about something. I feel like there's, you know, maybe I didn't handle this right. And it feels like we're getting back there, but I need to clean this up. And I just want to make sure that I didn't do something, you know. And you just kind of like put yourself out there. So would I initially say like what it was that my, when my feelings got hurt or would I leave that out? I think if it comes up, if, if they approach it and say, yeah, when you, you know, responded this way, I thought you didn't want blah, 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 you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. When you responded this way, I thought fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. And then you can, at that point, that's the opening. And you say, well, I felt fear I felt betrayed because of this Mm -hmm. and you try to um I think it's helpful if we try to uh, approach those things where like it's more like I'm afraid rather than well if you do this then you know right I'm getting stuck like I had to be like really careful with the dog like thing you know I'm afraid that it might come true where I'm gonna end up the dog can't come to the office and I'm fully responsible and you know he just got it he goes so you want it to it needs to be your dog and I was like yeah he's like okay fine got it mm-hmm. and I do believe that I mean I, I can't promise you what's going to happen right. but that's the normal way <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't always work out that way it doesn't there's definitely been we times where that. I've gone and made amends to people and the reaction was very um, different than and harsh yes yes and it, and, it, and it can be hurtful too however you've got to stay focused on this thing like what you want to look like right because it doesn't matter like and you're not going to know this about this person unless you do this right you're not going to know their true self 
And no matter what happens, how this person responds is going to reveal to you their true self. Then you'll know, do I want to get closer? Do I want to expand my relationship with this person? Mm-hmm. Right. Or should I get the hell out? Yeah. Keep it as is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how you do a 10th step, Sober Sister audience. Yay! <laughs> Love those 10 steps. You, it does help me. <laughs> like, I still get pen and paper out when I'm doing them myself. I write them down. I make the columns. Um, you know, my sponsor, I remember she used to get, like, pieces of gum wrapper out of her purse and do them like that just to look at, you know, to have that that note there. But you just do the four columns. I have a resentment at or I have weirdness with this person. The second column is the cause. What happened? What what created that? The third column is it affects mine. Your choices are my personal relationships, sexual relationships. One of them we didn't do is pocketbook. Um, and it could potentially affect your pocketbook. Right. Yeah. Um, self-esteem and... Um, Security. So there's five things in there. And then the last part is where was I self-seeking, selfish, dishonest, and fearful. And once you get through that part, then you know what to do. Might not be what you want to do. Right. <laughs> but I do find like having, be, being able to, like having the right words to say is what I always need. I need to know, like, all right, so what am I going to say? And then I have to practice it. And that's one of the things when I was mentioning about the the person with the, um, you know, raising her price or asking for a certain price. Say it out loud. Keep saying it out loud. Practice it until you get it. Mm-hmm. And that will help. The kitty finally came. All right. Any last words? Um, How do you feel about it now? I feel good. Are you afraid? I feel a little nervous. Mm-hmm. There's a little nervous going on in my solar plex. Yep. Um, so it's kind of normal, you know. Yeah, but I just I'm at this place where I just want to keep things as clean as possible. Yeah. You know, not perfect. But when we start but, evolving, Cherie, that's what happens. You know, when I, I notice myself, it's like little tiny things. I can't like, I can't have that. I need to clean that up. I need to handle that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just try to be as honest and forthright in every situation that I can. And sometimes I have to go back and, okay, so remember that? That's what I was doing and that, you know, mm-hmm. I want to make amends for that happens to the best of us just trying to get in you get in my purse Uh let's see what's in there of course she does (laughs) all right if you want to uh if you have a comment if you have a question you can um get in touch with us at sober sisters talk at gmail.com don't forget to like and subscribe and um you know send me send us an email on how you like sheree let's let's hear your feedback there mg is getting better she's working on her health And uh, we hope that she comes back before the end of the year. So thank you. Bye. 
So if you want to get in touch with us, please send us an email at SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com. Or you can check out our other episodes at www.SoberSistersTalk.com. And we're also on Facebook. We have a Facebook page and there we have them all lined up. You can see them. You can get a little description. You can share it. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Bye.